This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering your Las Vegas Raiders. Also heard on The Bet in Las Vegas. If you're listening to us on the radio, thanks for that. If you're watching us on YouTube, we appreciate you being with us and participating in the chat as always. So thank you guys for that and appreciate the subscriptions wherever you're listening to us. Uh, just search Silver and Black today and you can get you can get it. There it is. You can find Mo and I there as well. All right, Mo, we're going to come back. We're talking about uh, a piece you wrote on SportsNot because I think you make a really good correlation here, and I'm going to pop it on the screen here, which is the idea that the Raiders draft, everybody knows the Raiders have to draft well uh, because it's been several years since they've done it. The last show we talked about it, that really overall they haven't had a, a solid through and through draft since 2014 when they took Derek Carr uh, and a few other players like Khalil Mack. Now... You're saying that this draft class, knowing what's happened in free agency, knowing what they've done at quarterback, basically a reset with, in essence, which is kind of a top-tier stopgap quarterback at least, um, that they really need to do something. And so if you look at this, I want to run through some of these points that you have here, which is really around the fact that the Raiders, um, with their kind of signings and free agency and the way they prioritize spending their money, um, they need to nail a draft. And you first start out by saying, look, because of this free agent class, it puts even more onus on this front office to have a good draft. Talk about that. Yeah, so the Raiders still need about five starters on either side of the ball. They still need a, a, a number three edge rusher, uh, Andrew Van Ginkle, who I wanted. I spoke about this on the last show, signed back with the Dolphins. So the Raiders have a lot of holes to fill, and a lot of fans have said this, and I've said this on the show, that they're not going to be able to fill all those holes within one draft class, but they can come close if they if they have a couple of day three guys who contribute early and they hit on their premium picks, their top 100 picks. They have four in the top 100, and they have one pick at 109. So I drew the parallel between this year's draft class, the importance of this year's draft class, and the 2019 class, and the fact that if you go back four years, just go back to the conversations that fans have had, that that Mayock had with Gruden. Mayock even said this publicly, that basically that draft class was going to set the foundation for their future. They had three first-round picks, and they had uh, pick 40, which was Trayvon Mullen. So they they had a bunch of high picks, and... For, for a rebuild, you're looking at those picks to basically set the tone for your immediate future. Now, unfortunately, they whiffed on three of those picks. Josh Jacobs was the only pick that is still in the roster right now. 
So that this is why their rebuild in 2019 and on was kind of they they did improve, but they they improved by like one win every season. Mm-hmm. If they had it hit on that draft and hit a home run in that class, the Raiders would have had a foundation for Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels to build on. But because the Raiders didn't hit on those early picks, they did get Max Crosby, they get get Hunter Renfro, they get they get Josh Jacobs. But again, if they had a draft class that was similar to the 2014 class and contributed starters. We would we the Raiders wouldn't have to plug as many holes as they have right now. So the importance is the same here. So the Raiders have a lot of holes to fill, right? So yeah. they hit on this class as Reggie McKenzie did in 2014. You could say four or five of those positions will have new stars that are rookies, which is a good deal because those guys will be on rookie contracts. You won't have to pay a lot for them, and it'll be two. It'll be at least two years before you have to even think about giving those guys extensions. So the comparison is when Gruden and Mayock were together. That was Gruden's second year. Mayock came in after they let Reggie McKenzie go. Gruden's second year, they actually tore down the roster in their first year in 2018. Well, Gruden did. Traded Khalil Mack, traded Amari Cooper. So then that 2019 draft class was the class that was supposed to set the tone for the future. Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels did it in reverse. Mm -hmm. They came in, tried to win with the roster that was left over from the previous regime. Then they tore it down this year, trading away Darren Waller, letting go of Derek Carr, basically, I don't want to say starting over, but basically remaking the roster. So instead of doing it in the first year as Gruden did, they're doing it They're doing it in the second year, but the result is still the same. The Raiders have to draft well if they want to have a foundation for the short-term and long-term future, because if they don't, it's going to be a slow rebuild. If they do, then this team can win a lot more games than people expect. Well, Mo, so so I think a lot that listen, Raider fans, uh, and and we've been hearing them from them vocally for the last few weeks in social media. They are tired of bad drafts. They've seen them through all sorts of regimes. Okay, they've seen them through the the Grudock, as you called it too, which is a great one. Um, through Reggie McKenzie, even though Reggie McKenzie had some success early on and got the team into better shape as far as salary cap goes, but you go back to the late Al Davis and the end of his life and what he was doing with the team. And it's just been a succession of disappointments overall for the Raiders in the draft. Not that they haven't drafted good players here and there, but consistent drafts with consistent yields has not happened. Why do we think for the skeptical fans, because there's lots of them out there. Why do we think that, that the approach here with Dave Ziegler, with his ability to evaluate talent from what we've seen over the last couple of years, what what would you tell a fan who's skeptical that they can have a good draft? I would say look at Dave Ziegler's 2001, 2021 year with the Patriots. Let's be honest. Bill Belichick was running the Patriots show. and People say the Patriots drafts have sucked, and you're right. They have. But Bill Belichick was running the show. If you read reports, just read through the reports and just punch in Dave Ziegler's name in Google. He was really the de facto GM in 2021. Before that, he was part of the front office, but he he wasn't calling the shots. It's more like it was more like Bill Belichick. So if you and I are running a company, and you're the shot caller, and I make suggestions, you don't have to take my suggestions. So we don't know which picks were exactly Dave Ziegler's suggestions. In 2021, we know because he basically I don't want to say he took over, but it was documented that he was behind the spending and free agency. And he was behind a lot of the draft picks in 2021 because the Patriots knew they needed to change something because their drafts were disappointing. And I would say the Patriots draft class, they drafted Mac Jones, who I feel is a lot better than people give him credit for. I think with the real offensive coordinator now, Bill O'Brien, you will see Mac Jones play a lot better. They drafted Christian Barmore, who I felt the Raiders should have drafted in 2021. He's a decent player. 
Ramondre Stevenson is now going to be a starter. Had a pretty good year last year. He did. He was a fourth round pick, and the Patriots found him on day three. So there are some picks there that the Patriots had under Dave Ziegler, who was the de facto GM in 2021, that panned out. So I will say, if you're gonna if you're gonna judge Dave Ziegler's track record as limited as it is, just look at 2021, where the Patriots had some decent picks. Wasn't a great draft, but it was a better draft than they've had previous years to 2021. Okay, so we've established that this needs to be a foundational draft for this this regime, for Dave Ziegler, for Josh McDaniels, if he can survive another year, which he probably will, uh, for those of you who want him fired yesterday. But if you look at this, Mo, and you look at this class and the number of picks the Raiders have right now, we, we, we anticipate at least a few of those may be traded for different kinds of compensation. We're not sure exactly what yet, uh, if it happens. But let's just go... Um, with the picks they have now, if you look at this and you say a foundational draft, what what has to happen for that to be true? Meaning, what percentage of players do they have to hit on, especially early in the draft, for this to be considered one of those draft classes? I would say they have to hit on three quarters of their picks. So they have 12 mm. draft picks right now. I would say nine of those picks have to either be starters or rotational players. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. At least at nine of them to, for it to be considered a home one, a home run draft. Unless two of those players become all pro, all pro players, then we can we can talk about that and evaluate it from a whole. But just from a numbers perspective, three seventy five percent of this draft has to be able to contribute right away because, as we just said, the Raiders still have so many holes on both sides of the ball. We we talk a lot about the defense, but they to me they still need a starting guard because there's still a possibility that Dylan Parham moves to center. Even if he doesn't, they need a guard on the other side of the football because. I know they signed uh, Nate Muthi. I get it, but he's been a backup his career. Get a starting guard. Get a high. Get a high <laughs> profile prospect out of out of the collegiate level to to start that position. So yes, they they have enough. I wouldn't say enough on offense, but they have enough on offense to be a top ten scoring offense still with Jacoby Myers, with Devontae Adams, even with Jimmy Garoppolo, assuming he stays healthy. Josh Jacobs, assuming he's still there on a franchise tag or not. They can still fill the top 10 scoring offense. But the problem is, are you relying on Jimmy Garoppolo to score 28, 30 plus points a game? I would say that's not a good, uh, it's not a good plan. Not a good plan. So, so again, if you can get five players out of the draft that can play on your defense and contribute on a significant level, you're in good shape. If you have fewer than three, you're going to have some problems because that means you're going to have a hole that may be linebacker. You yeah. may get a corner that's coming along, but not yet a number one guy. You may get a, a defensive tackle who can't beat out Jerry Tillery, but you have to hit on a lot of these positions because if wherever the hole is on the Raiders defense, guess what? The Kansas City Chiefs are going to find it. The, the Los Angeles Chargers are going to find it. And possibly with Sean Payton in Denver, Russell Wilson will find it in, with the Broncos. So you're going to have to fill those holes with at least players who can contribute right away or at least in a rotation got one guy that i know a lot of fans have been talking about and actually you and i mentioned him on the previous show because he's still out there as a free agent was yannick Ngakwe. uh he's still out there he's a guy i mean they brought back face on 
Uh, to me, that might be a guy they want to because, because listen, Chandler Jones, we don't know. We don't know. Obviously, we know what happened last year. Didn't have a great year. Came on a little bit towards the end of the season, uh, but struggled. And so you, yes, you might get younger. You might end up getting uh, an edge player in the draft. Maybe, maybe not. Is that a guy you'd consider? I know he wasn't on your list in your column earlier in the week, but but he, that guy, he performs. He just performs. He does. And the reason I didn't list Yannick Ngakwe is because the way Dave Ziggler is spending in free agency, I, I don't believe he want to pay what yeah. Yannick Ngakwe is probably looking for. Because remember, this is a guy that a couple of years ago, I believe had 10 sacks with the Ten. Raiders. Right. So he's not, you know, he's on the market, but he's not going to go for cheap. And the again, the way Dave Ziggler is spending, he's not going to pay a high price for any of these free agents, even if they can help the Raiders defense, which is frustrating for fans because they're saying, we need the defensive help. <laughs> Why don't you spend the money? But I believe the Raiders have a little more than 11 million in cap space. And I think Dave Ziggler is going gonna, is gonna to say that, you know, for the after the draft, because I think there'll still be moves even after the draft. We see it every year. After the yeah. draft, depending on how the draft pans out, how the order pans out, teams let go and trade players all the time. So they want to have cap space post-draft. And I, I just don't see things that are spending for Yankee Ngakwe, even though he would tremendously help the Raiders' defense as a third or even as a 1B to Chandler Jones, who's getting yeah. a lot older. Yeah, and I don't think his price is going to come down very much because I think he'll get snagged up uh, pretty soon. It's a premium uh, position, too. It's a People premium pay position. And he's consistent. Frank Clark is still out there. Frank Clark is still out there. Absolutely. So there's guys out there, but to your point, a little bit out of their price range based on what they want to do and build this defense, it looks like, through the draft. So interesting stuff. Go make sure you check out Mo's column up on sportsnot.com. You can go to his Twitter at M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N, and you'll find a link there uh, to the story from today's or yesterday's tweets uh, when he wrote the story. So make sure you check that out. All right, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, it's that time of the week, everybody. It's the time for the Raider Nation mailbag. So we're going to get to your mail and a couple of comments when we come back. Also, just a preview, next week, Mo and I will start doing some more draft coverage. We're going to have a bunch of guests on over the next few weeks. And then we're also going to have special shows where we will go through and highlight specific positions and players to watch out for as the Raiders prepare for the draft. You're listening to Silver and Black today here on Odyssey, an original podcast, and also on The Bet in Las Vegas. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 